Hi, babes. We're recording. Yeah. Oh, what happened? So here's what happened. Yeah. We did a intro for a promo that a friend of mine, Cheryl Green, made with a man named Thomas Reed. And Thomas, yeah. as you know, because we already talked about it, uh, I know him primarily because he started or was one of the people who helped start the club, the 15% on Clubhouse back when it was still mm. really, really cool. And they're mm. trying to do this podcast um, thing with uh, disabled people who have podcasts. So uh -huh. I call you, we talk about it, and I'm recording it. And we, we talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. We mm. get off. I go to my computer, load everything in, and I could only hear me on the recording. Oh, no. Are yeah. you serious? I'm serious. Oh, I was so pissed, babes. But I'm double doing it now. I'm recording it on two things right now. Okay, because you could still hear me, so. No, I couldn't. I, not, when, not when I played it. No, I mean, you hear me now. Yeah, I hear you now. And I heard you then. But it didn't okay. come through. But I'm, I'm doing it twice now. Do you, know, do you have an idea about what might have happened? I have no clue. That is It was odd. like a freak thing. And we had discussed a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know we did. <laughs> oh, I hate that, babes. I know. Just wait. You, you might, what, what would happen if you actually found it? No, it, it's there, but you only hear me. That is so weird. It is. Has it ever happened before where you record with somebody and you it only you only got uh, your input, not the other person's input? Is that the first time well, it happened? When I first got on Clubhouse. I did some experimentation with some friends and there were times when the audio recordings we did, like only one or two people came through, which was really frustrating. This was before they had the feature to record their rooms mm -hmm. and I wanted to do it just so there would be an archive with people who would know that I was doing it. And it would be so frustrating because I think that I would have it down. Then I'd go back to play it and you'd only hear one person. I'll give you a perfect example. I mm -hmm. think it was the week of your birthday last year. And mm -hmm. a friend of mine was doing a room talking about the cops and police. Brutality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And one. let's just say that his <laughs> view on things is a lot more extreme in some ways than yours because you grew it's up. Definitely. It's definitely more extreme than mine. You were sure. raised in a very conservative pro-military family where your dad uh, spent some time also working for the ATF. And I, that was a very interesting room. I was trying to record it, but I think only my voice came through on that. Oh, so what happened with that? I, I, didn't, I couldn't use it for anything. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, unless you just wanted to hear me every like 15 minutes eight. <laughs> Oh, that's an interesting point. Somebody else wants to say something. Right. Or long pauses, and then suddenly you'll hear, yeah, I like that. And then another <laughs> intermission. I think what we should do is after we record this, while I'm on the phone so I can be your witness, maybe you could load it into your computer if you can do that. I don't know if you're able to um, while you're on the phone, but load it into com your computer and just give it a, a test run. Well, I'll just listen back to it before we okay. our conversation actually ends, which will be awkward at the end of it. And it was so bad because I felt like we had a real rapport going earlier tonight. Not that we don't always. Yeah, we, 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 we get along uh, quite a bit, but, you know, 
You know what I mean. We were going into stuff. I know. I know. Here's a question for you, babes. What's that? You believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as we've established before. And Well, I'm, not quite yours, but mine, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud that you're not going to hell. But a question I have for you <laughs> is, God remembers everything. So can God just, like, go back and recall in full detail conversations that people had throughout their lives? Like, even if they're just I, mundane conversations. I would imagine maybe he do- I don't know. I have no idea, loves. Maybe he does, or maybe he doesn't pay attention to those things. I don't know. Mm. But he does know what everyone is thinking and feeling and remembering, I would imagine. So if if he does know what everybody has talked about, which I'm sure he does, and maybe he does remember those things. Napoleon Hill describes the concept of the brain trust. And it's basically when two or more people come together and they they form a project or they work together on something and their ideas come through. And I'm wondering, do you think that conversations can have a life? What do you mean by that? So like the one we did earlier, it's mm-hmm. no longer around, but maybe somewhere in the universe it exists in some different form. No, that sounds really, really out there. Okay. No, that, that's uh-huh. that's that's more out. That's even more out there for you. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I think. I had a friend, babes, and oh, really? I had a friend too. <laughs> <laughs> I have several friends. Well, what, what's the deal? <laughs> we were talking on the phone a couple of months ago. He said that he felt that like every idea comes through you, and then it kind of like exists on its own after that. And that seems yeah, a, a little bit too hippie for me. That's really out there. I, I can't even understand that one. Yeah. That's a little bit out there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. J-Lo. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I feel like? What? Those late night talk shows where the host will ask somebody a question, but they already know the answer to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, I already know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yes. I understand <laughs> you had an interesting encounter with the maintenance people you're building earlier today. <laughs> come closer to the phone, please. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I was asking you to come closer to the phone. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Did you hear um, me before? A little bit, but you're, you were starting to fade out. I understand that you had an encounter. Uh, what? Loves. What's up? No, I heard you. It's just that it's just that when you were saying that, you were kind of fading out as you were saying it. Okay, am I fading out now, babes? No, you're not. All right, well then answer the question. Well, I was trying to answer the question, but you can't. But you, you just got to you, get closer. No. Okay. All right. Uh, tell me, me what happened what with I, your maintenance people. Uh, no, no. Okay. Explain what happened. No, no. I'll tell you what happened with you before I go to the story because I think you you need to understand this. Go ahead. When you were asking me the question. It sounded like you were going farther and farther away from your your uh, phone. That's weird. That's why I said to come closer to the phone. Okay. I did not move during that. Okay. Well, it sounded weird. But anyway. Okay. So, yeah. I, um, I woke up at 9. Officially woke up at 9 because I, I didn't have a very good sleep last night. Yeah. And I hear a couple of knocks on my door. And I freak out because I'm not 
dressed properly and I'm definitely not ready because I'm still in bed and I'm very tired and I'm trying to get up and start my day. Uh, so I get up, I shower, I dress and a couple hours later at about 11 o'clock, I um, hear a knock at my door again and it's a maintenance man. And at first he asks me if I took a shower this morning. I said, yes. And he said, well, how long do you think you're in there? I said, uh, about 10 to 15 minutes, not very long. And then he explained to me that um, there has been a big water leak um, in the uh, manager's office. And we're trying to figure out where the leak is coming from. And and he was going from door to door on my floor and the other the other floor is trying to figure out what the deal is and then a couple hours later i get a call from my manager because she has to see me at 2 30 and she said that um you know she wanted to um, make sure i knew about the whole leak situation and i said yes i do and um so i went to go see her at 2 30 and she told me that they figured out that the pipe that is having the problems is between um, my apartment, the apartment below me and the apartment above me. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. And while I was in her office, I could hear water coming from above us. Oh, see, I don't think you mentioned earlier that you could hear the water in her office. Yes, I did. Okay. Maybe I just spaced out on that. Yes, I did. It literally sounded like there was there was water coming from the ceiling, like it was raining in her office. That's got to be I, annoying. I felt really bad because she's trying to stop the, um, you know, the excess water from getting on everything else. And um, and so and she I don't know how long they've been trying to figure it out, but she says for months. And I don't know how long that was. Um, and I think that the maintenance people are going to try to come back next week and see what the problem is again. And, uh, so something's going on with, uh, one of the pipes, but I was thinking that it's possible that maybe it might be somebody's toilet. I don't know. It's just a guess. Mm. I mean, I, 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 there's and, nothing going on with my toilet. And that's because it's a shitty situation. Oh. Sorry, babes. I couldn't help myself. Lame joke. Keep lame going. Keep going. joke. No, um, I checked my toilet. I even um, unscrewed the plug from my tub and took out the stopper to make sure that there wasn't excess anything in the drain. And uh, nothing was there, and there were no um, leaks in my apartment at all. So I don't know what's going on there. I, I doubt that it's coming from mine, and I think it might be coming from the one below me. Which wow. would make a lot more sense. Yeah. That's intense, babes. Yeah, I know. I told you that I believe it was 2011. Mm -hmm. I was living in Colorado. It was early morning. Jumped in my shower to get ready because I had errands to run that day. And when mm -hmm. I woke up, when I left the shower in the bathroom, my maintenance man was there because apparently my shower had leaked down into the apartment below me. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised that they didn't come in and do work or at least check out the situation a little bit more in your bathroom today. I think it's because they didn't know for sure if it was coming from my apartment and they were just going from door to door. And they didn't know 
they didn't know what pipe it was coming from and they just wanted to ask the um residents on every floor mm. before they you know checked anything out i'm guessing that's what happened oh wow so what are you doing with your phone sorry that's right did you notice did you notice anything from your tub when you were no. in that, that apartment? i didn't notice anything and then i just stepped out i was really sh- shocked when i saw the maintenance man in there <laughs> i yeah yeah um so i'm hoping it's not from my tub i doubt that it would be but i'm you know i don't know what you know i I'm, i don't know how i would be able to tell if it was really in my tub or not, I, I, I don't know. I mean, as far as I know, it isn't, but. And I don't know I how guess... they would be able to notice without really looking at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they did turn on somebody's tub this uh, today sometime. I don't mm-hmm. know when they did it, but I think they turned on somebody's tub and the water started leaking, and I think that's how they found out where the pipe was. So I don't know what the deal is. It, it could be the apartment below me. Yeah, I understand I that you were thinking that earlier. Yes, yes. I feel but like I Jay Leno mention, phrasing it like that. Yes, but I forgot to mention that they turned on. They did turn on somebody's tub. Nice. Yeah, so they did do some checking. So I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're supposed to come back uh, next week. Wow. Yeah, hopefully. Um, uh, I, I don't know if they're going to come back tomorrow or not, but hopefully they figure it out soon. Because because um, the last time I was in our office before today, it was not. I did not hear any water. The saga continues. Yeah, the soggy saga yes. continues. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. I'm going to get some water. No, that's okay. What were you doing when I called you back? Oh, I was just just, uh, listening to something. Oh, like a Christian show? Um, Yeah, possibly a radio show, yes. Like one of those like right-wing Christian shows. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. I I listen to uh, uh, left-wing shows, so. It's possible I was listening to a radio show, yes. Nice. I was listening to TYT and Secular Talk earlier, so I can take it if you, you know, listen to the Christian equivalent of, you know. It was definitely not an equivalent Uh-oh. to them. No. They it's were just saying. Audio, it's just an audio show. You know what they were saying, babes? And I actually don't believe them on this. That um, what? they think that Ron DeSantos is going to win or has a good chance of winning the Republican primary against Trump in uh, 2024. I I don't believe that just because um, Ron DeSantos never um, said that he had a desire to run for president. So I, I don't I don't believe that as of now. Well, the reason I have trouble with it is because Trump is just so popular with Republicans. Um, and I don't you know, it's not my thing, but he is. So it's just a reality. Like, I think that- I I. He just has this incredible luck around him that I I kind of feel like nothing bad will ever happen to him. And um, I know that's a little yeah. bit childish to think that way, but so far, um, things have been going. This way. I, what do you think? Oh my! Well, I I don't. I mean, I think of it differently. I don't think that they're going to run against each other just because 
I don't think Ron DeSantos is going to be a presidential candidate as of yet. Mm. Um, I I think he um, he does he he at least has not said anything about running, and it's already June. So I mean, but he has two five years. More, but it it it's only June. It'll be July tomorrow. So I um I don't know what's going to happen with that. Have you had time, babes, to think of what I told you about Joe Biden uh, putting a pro-life uh, uh, justice on like a state Supreme Court in order to please Mitch McConnell? No, I didn't think about it. And frankly, I really don't care. Oh, why so? I, I mean, I don't. I, I'm so I'm so tired of Mitch McConnell um, that anything that happens with Mitch, Mitch McConnell, unless it actually affects me, I don't really care. I don't. I think he's a I think he's a horrible establishment Republican and he should be gone. That we can agree on. I really I really don't like that man. I really think he's not doing what he um, is supposed to be doing. And and I have a real problem with um, Kevin McCarthy and the other rhinos that are not doing what they said they were supposed to do. And I think we would both agree on that. We don't like uh, politicians that are not keeping their promises. Yeah, I well, I mean, personally, I would like more progressives in Congress and in the Senate. But, um, you know, at least at least you hate on them, even though it's for different reasons than I do. I I, I mean, I, I can't see I hate the the the, the people because I don't know them. I mean, I really don't. I just don't like I don't like their policies. I don't like how they're I don't like their thinking on things. No. And if it were me, I would think totally different the way that they're thinking. Yeah. Apparently, the Supreme Court uh, made some ruling against the EPA today. That's right. That's yeah. a horrible thing. They, whoa. Oh, yeah. And AOC is just horribly mad. And I think it's really funny. Well, <laughs> it's you so won't funny. think it's funny when our, our country and, and environment continues to crumble and there's and, wars and, over and, water. And I, think it's, and I think it's funny that the leftist likes to fear monger anyone that will listen to them. And I think it's just a whole bunch of fear mongering. And uh, people, are, people that are like crazy um, activists for the environment aren't really thinking clearly because of all the fear mongering that's been happening in the in the past. And I, I just, I just think it's funny. I think it's really funny. Yeah. that I wonder um, if you'll be I, laughing in 30 years when Florida is gone. Oh, oh. what? What else? <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of conservatives in, in Florida, so maybe I'll be laughing. I don't know. Yeah, you will. Well, good. Probably. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, anyway, I, I don't think we need to go down that road, but, no, that's okay. um, well, that's what happened with the water situation. I hope we figure that out soon because I, I think you're right. I think this building is fairly new. It's only been around for, you said like six years, right? That's what I heard. Uh, maybe you might be right. Cause I, I really don't know. I mean, I've only lived here for two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy, though. I keep thinking about how I got in here, and I won't go into that story. That's but okay. It is so crazy because this is like one of the apartments where I'm like, oh, that would be so cool if I moved in here. It's also cool that it happened a couple months into the pandemic because before then you were living with some extreme Christians, so I wasn't allowed to visit you. Um, let, let's, let's rephrase that for a minute. Go ahead. I was living with landlords that had rules 
and um and and also to the people i had i had extra uh roommates in the house and i really felt uncomfortable because there were just too many people and i didn't feel like um i didn't feel like i would have any privacy and i really didn't want anyone to be in my room anyway despite if it was you or somebody else it doesn't doesn't matter if it was you it could be somebody else i kind of like my space because there were just too many people coming in and out of the house i had never been inside alana's place before she moved and by that point we had been dating for about a year and a half yes about that time yes i don't know what we would have done babes had you not gotten that place during the pandemic because I was just starting to like crawl up the walls and go crazy with stuff. Yeah. I don't know how I was able to, you know, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, my stay there wasn't all bad. I mean, there was some nice times there, but I was really having a hard time because things just were happening. Like food was being moved. That was really annoying. You know, people were getting into my cabinets and my, and the refrigerator I was using. And I'm like, does anybody like, realize that these areas are not theirs and you know and i'm not allowed to go into every single area of the house because it's not you know it's not my place to do that um i mean i could you know i could share the kitchen the living room and then i have my own i have my own room that's about it and i'm just like i don't know how anyone could just steal stuff and not say anything about it and it just really, it just really got, I just really got tired of it. Didn't you say, babes, that when you first moved in there, one of the roommates accused you of stealing her bathroom stuff? Oh, I got to tell this story. I hope you don't mind. Go ahead. It won't be very long. So I move in there. It is, I literally moved in, in there on my sister's birthday in 2012. And it was a, uh, situation that I'm, I won't go into too much, but I first moved in there and there was an older woman that was, uh, that had a room, uh, not too far from mine. And when it comes to toilet paper, I don't care who takes my toilet paper. I'll share it. Okay. It's just toilet paper, right? Who cares? Right. So I take a roll of toilet paper from the bathroom. Cause I'm thinking, Oh, it's a part of the bathroom. I mean, what else would it be a part of? And then I find out that she uh, she takes her thing of toilet paper and puts it in another cabinet. And not only that, she's been going to my landlord and telling her, uh, complaining to her about me that I. Oh, come on. She's only been here for a few days. You know, she they were actually um, a little bit annoyed that she would even come to them and tattletale on me as if I did something horrible. Yeah, like why not just go to you and say, hey, I know you didn't know this, but it's actually not shared toilet paper. So in the future, could you, you know, buy it? Well, she did. Well, she did talk to me. She came to my room and talked to me and she goes, she says, well, if you want to use something, just ask. I, I said, well, you never told me it was your toilet paper. You know, for all I knew, it was some, you know, it was part of the bathroom. I didn't know it was your toilet paper. So from then on, I bought my own toilet paper and I was just like, you know, I, if it were me, I don't care who uses my toilet paper because I can always buy more. It's not like they're taking food or my water. I would be more upset with that than just, you know, bathroom tissue. Yeah. It's just bathroom tissue for crying out loud. That's all it is, babes. 
but I mean, after a while, we we started to get along for the most part. And um, there was just things that she was just way too sensitive about. And even my landlords were like, give her a break, you know. (laughs) Do you think part of it, babes, had to do with the fact that you were blind or no? I don't know what it was. Maybe it might have it might have been part of it. I mean, she's she was um, quite a bit older than I was. And I think she's used to, you know, not having somebody stay in the room next to her, maybe because she has been living with them longer than I have at the time. And um, they've gotten to know her a lot more than uh, they knew me. So I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I never could understand that. So anyway. I'm sorry to hear you went through that, babes. Well, you know, you live and you learn and, you know, hopefully you do better next time. That's right. Yeah. I even had some hard times with um, the lady of the house. Um, I, I I just, um, I, I, I had some, some things um, happen that I wish never did. And I won't go too far into that. Wasn't there like a big fight between the two of you the week before you moved out? Or am I remembering that wrong? Uh, it was more her than me. It always is. No, 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 no. I'm serious because she's she's the one that usually like is the one that, that gets mad uh, quickly, especially if she's not feeling well. And she kind of takes her anger on out on the first person she sees. And I just happen to be there. Oh, yeah, she claimed that I didn't clean it, clean whatever up that I was supposed to clean. And the problem with that is that she never told me about that the day before. Yeah. She had to bring it up. And by this time, um, I didn't know she was sick at the time. And I said, well, what can I do? And, I, and at this time, I was really tired of hearing her complain. And I should have just... I should have just told her that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to let her do that to me anymore, but she did apologize for it after the day after. Um, but, but I, but if I do talk to her again, which I, I, I need to see how she's doing, then um, I need to, I need to bring that up whenever it comes up because um, I've been kind of, I felt like in some ways I was the brunt, I was at the brunt of her, um, her lashing out or her, um, her irritation, I guess. Let's explore this for a second. Yeah. Now you forgave her. So is it fair to bring it up again? If it comes up. Okay. I'm not going to like bring it up again, like randomly, but if she brings it up or if it somehow comes up, then I'm going to talk about it if it ever does. Cause I, I mean, I haven't emailed her in quite a while, so Nice. Yeah. But you are going to reach out to them soon. Possibly. Yeah. Well, good. Possibly. I want you to there. J-Wo. Yes. Yes. Babes. Yeah. I understand that congratulations are in order because today you finished a book that I love by Jean Weingarten yes. called One Day. The extraordinary, yeah. what is it? The extraordinary true story of an ordinary 24 hours in America. Four hour, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, December 28th, 1986. Which is the 18th birthday of one of my best friends that I had when I lived in Kona. Well, and then on September or December 28th, 2013, my friend's um, oldest daughter was born. And you like this daughter. We're a fan of her. I am. I don't know about you, but I am. (laughs) I've never seen your uh, fan card membership around. Oh, my goodness. Your card signifying that you're a member of her fan club. What else? What else? (laughs) (laughs) And and I have to mention this just because I just, you know, I was thinking about it today. And I just realized it when we were talking uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, this today is also the birthday of an ex friend I used to have, which is kind of, uh, kind of sad actually. That's the one babes who you fell out of contact recently because of a disagreement on politics. Yeah. Or or rather she was the one who, um, um, decided that she didn't want to continue on with the friendship. Yeah. So it's been a year to the day since she emailed you and told you that she no longer wants you in her life. Yeah, she emailed me on July 1st of last year, and I didn't get it until the 4th. Okay, so it's, it, it's close, though. It is close, but it will be a year to the day tomorrow. Yes. Nice. How it's, are you it, feeling? It's sad. It's very sad. I, I mean, I'm trying not to think about it because, I mean, it, it still saddens me. It really does. I'm more sad than angry now. That can happen when a friendship ends. And it's just so unnecessary. It's really unnecessary. I just feel like if you if you're not on the same page politically, you can find a way to still be friends with somebody. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, they're still human just like you are. Yes. They just don't think the way they do you do. And I think a lot of people are so sensitive and angry and they don't want to give people chances. Yeah, I really and don't I, understand how People let politics get in the way of a relationship, not just physical, but, you know, friendships and all that stuff. The only exception I find to that rule, babes, is if whoever it is you're disagreeing with doesn't want to have an open conversation about it. Exactly what I mean. And I kind of felt like she didn't. Yeah. She kind of I just felt like she dismissed it before we even could have a conversation about it. And she was the one who brought it up, which really makes me think that. You know, I, I, she shouldn't have been that upset, but that's just me. People are different so, babes. So I'm, I'm, I'm saddened by that. I'm saddened by that. And it could be that it's just, she had some emotional things going on, but I just felt like I just, I just felt like it was, it was unfair to be dismissed that way. It is. So, anyway, I think as yeah. an outsider. Yeah. I think it would have been even more, um, it would have been more horrible if she just ghosted me. Like if I um, I emailed her or called her or something on her birthday and she just never called me back ever or yeah. emailed me back. I think that would have been worse. Let me ask and you I something. And I would have never. If that. she emailed you tomorrow and said, uh, Alana, I was wrong. Could you ever forgive me? Would you let her back into your life? It's possible I would, but I would also have to. Um, ask her if we could talk about it because I wouldn't just, you know, accept her right away. I would want to know if she really wanted to um, uh, reconcile our friendship. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. 
But anyway, anyway, I had to mention that. Yes. Tell me about the book. What were your overall thoughts on it and what story stood out to you? Um, so I just, I'll just say this really quickly. I read the last story of Jerry Garcia and the, um, the, the Grateful Dead and the things that were happening to Jerry Garcia in 1986 and how he almost died. Um, cause he had a really horrible drug problem. And then they also talked about Nikki six. Um, what group was he from? Motley uh, crew, right? Molly Crew, thank you, thank you. Nikki Six, and he was very uh, paranoid, and he had like a really bad heroin and um, a, a really horrible drug habit. And um, as far as I understand, I think Nikki Six is still alive. Yeah, I'm a bigger fan of his grandfather, Nikki Four. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Nikki number one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Nikki, we. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Nikki 36. That's yes. uh, the square root of, or the six is the square root of 36. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so that was a good, uh, a very good, but kind of a bizarre story. Um, I think one of the stories that stood out to me was the one with uh, Bob and Melody Stevenson slash Ryan where um, Melody was almost killed by her husband, but she still um, was on the run with her husband and her son. And then years later, their son, Bobby Ryan, became a huge hockey star. I Very was weird. telling you earlier that to people who are into sports, they probably knew the punchline to the story a couple of paragraphs in. But since mm-hmm. I'm not really that familiar with the world of hockey, it was very weird to read this story. And it took me by it's, surprise. Yeah. It is very weird. I never heard about this kid. Um, I heard about another Ryan, but her name was Kelly Ryan. And she uh, was a female bodybuilder that was um, arrested. Nice. Different person, obviously. Yeah. Different person entirely. Um, so I don't know. Um that was one that really stu- stood out. Um, the one about the weather vane was weird. I didn't quite get that one. I agree with you. Yeah, that was really odd. Um, uh, the one about Todd's rain was very, uh, it was so sad. It left me with a lot of questions of what could have been. Yeah, because I think that the one thing that I think Todd Thrain was uh, trying to do to redeem himself is to take care of his girlfriend, uh, Becky's children, because he loved those kids. And he didn't have a very good, you know, upbringing either and got into a lot of trouble. And I think he wanted to do good. And he ended up dying in the fire with uh, the two babies. Yes. And Michael Green, I forgot I forgot to mention Michael Green that almost died in the fire when he was a baby. That's a crazy story. That is a crazy story, yes. And being someone who's only blind and is not missing my limbs, I don't, it's hard for me to fathom how somebody would be able to go throughout their day, but that's just me. Um, you know what I mean? I hear you because even though we're both part of the disability community, 
oftentimes it's like you can look at your own disability like it's no big deal because you've been dealing with it for so long. But you look Uh at something else and it's like it's foreign to you. Like you know that people can live with something and thrive with it, but because you don't have that personal experience, Mm -hmm. it seems like an insurmountable task as an outsider. Yeah, and I mean, I get a lot of questions from sighted people, and I would imagine that even people with disabilities that are not blind, like people in wheelchairs um, that still have their limbs but they can't use them, probably wonder, well, how can a person that has limited vision or no vision um, ever survive in the world? Absolutely. Um, I've never met someone who didn't I, – I never actually um, – got to really talk to somebody that didn't have any uh, hands and they only had like stubs in in place of their their hands okay I think it is or 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 maybe they're missing an arm it, it, I, I I don't think I ever had that that opportunity to talk to a person like that and I always wondered how they they do things you could reach like out. I'm, you could find some yeah, advocacy and, groups and to say, "Hey, I'm a blind person, and I'm just curious about this." Um, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I mean, it's just something I've I've been thinking about, and maybe, and I'm sure I'll meet people like that. I always wondered though, like for people that can't use their arms, do they have to use their feet for everything, like eating, uh, when they're paying with their um, card or cash? And some people don't get that, and they know. I know that people that don't have disabilities would think that's probably gross, but you got to use what you have to use. Everything matters. All the resources you have at your disposal, you probably should use. Yeah. 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 All this, all the pieces matter. As Lester Friedman would say, we got to get back to yeah. watching The Wire, babes. We're only a few episodes away from the finale. I know. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I've been thinking. And that, that story really stuck out to me too. Um, Kara not another one, that's a, a very, really very tragic story. one. Yeah. And, and to know that her father died on the side of the road, not that far from her memorial. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Well, it's a testament to how much he really loved his daughter. I think you could say that. Oh, I think so. I think I think he just I mean, he he what he became an activist um, after she was uh, murdered. Yes. It's a so great I understand book. That. It's a great book, babes. I couldn't believe that, you know, December 28th, 1986 could have so many crazy things in one day. And it really only touches on America. There's mentions of Russia because people were going back. And but... they were coming yeah, and they were coming back to America as well. No, they were just going there. They came back later, and he interviewed them. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I know. I, on the yeah. actual day, they are pretty much just going to Russia. Yeah. But it is crazy. Like, we don't know what happened that day in China or in London. Or in the Philippines, even. And what would it have been like if the a book just sort of focused on a specific city? Like, I wonder what one day would have read like if it was just about Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Or uh, one day in um, what uh, pick a country like, like what happened when think of a a possible story like a mom that was uh, giving birth to 
multiple children that day and what she had to go through. Yeah. I remember babes watching Mm -hmm. Oprah in the nineties and Uh somebody was on there. He said that you could contact your local government to request VHS tapes of the new, the news broadcasts from the week that you were born. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I don't think that that's still happening, but that is kind of interesting. I don't think it would be because less people are using VCRs and if they, and if somebody has one, it's really old. Or DVDs. Or DVDs. Yeah, DVDs are still being in use. Have you ever gone to YouTube and typed in your date of birth just to see what comes up? No, but I'm kind of wondering if I should. Mm. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of interesting. Absolutely. What What happened on April the 14th, 1980? Well, I, I know that just um, a month and a few days later, it would be uh, the eruption of Mount St. Helens. That's right. It's crazy, babes. I was yeah. reading this John Krakauer book earlier today, and I'm a big fan of his work. Uh-huh. This was a collection of different essays and articles he had written for magazines. Excuse me, something was in my throat. Mm-hmm. One of the articles was talking about how Mount Rainier is probably going to have some explosion in the future, but they don't know when. So it could be a thousand years from now. But he was ex- he was talking to some scientists who were explaining it's hard to prep people for a disaster that might not happen in their lifetime. Ah, uh, And they were yeah. saying that a lo- even if the explosion isn't that big, a lot mm. of people could die just because of the debris that comes flying down the mountain. Hmm. I remember hearing about um, Spirit Lake, which was in that area where Mount St. Helens was. And there was a guy, I forgot what his name was. He refused to leave his house. Interesting. And he died along with the people who um, were killed in that blast. I don't know how many were, but um, he died in that eruption. I know that there's somebody named Harry Truman who died. That was him. Okay. That was him. Not the yes. president, a different dude. Not the a different Harry Truman. Yes, I think you're right. That's his name. The older guy that was uh, living in uh, on uh, Spirit Lake. Mm. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I get that he wants to leave. He doesn't want to leave his house, but I wouldn't want to die that way. Not fun. No. Um, remember that year when there was a uh, a volcano erupted on the Big Island, and I was really, really worried that your family was hurt. I remember that very well. Yeah. That was in like 2018, right? When we started dating. Yeah. And the, and I kept hearing stories about cars uh, melting because of the lava. And I was like, that is so horrific. Um, I knew someone who had family on the big Island, but they were lo- not living in that area. So they were spared from the volcano, but um, I'm glad to hear that your family um, did survive and, the only thing that didn't survive was the uh, house. My <laughs> uncle's farm, I think, got destroyed during it. But he had another house, so it's all good. That is so sad. Yes. But still sad. It is. Everything you worked for all up in flames. Yes, yes. Not everything. Not everything, but you know what I mean. What what you worked for is now gone. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. It is crazy stuff. I remember hearing... 
about um, the wildfires in San Diego years ago. And um, my uh, former pastor's wife was from the Rancho Bernardo area, and she was talking about uh, people giving families toothbrushes and soap and things. And she was crying because she remember she remembers some of those neighborhoods in that area, and I, some of them are gone. I knew somebody whose mom lost her house during that fire. So sad. Yep. Wow. But, you know, people are really resilient, really resilient. And, um, you know, um, it, it's sad to lose mementos like pictures and things that will, would not be replaceable. It is very, very sad. I can't even imagine that. But, but I, that's also know. part of life, too. It is part of life, and and I think people are a lot more resilient than they give themselves credit for. We Maybe are. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've heard. I was watching this um, episode on um, on Oprah, Oprah's podcast, and there was a woman who went through two disasters twice, and she had to pick up and move on. Very good with babes. her family. Nice. Yeah, she she picked up. And moved on, and she was helping other people in the process, too. So she she said that um, what really helped her was to think of other people um, besides herself. Well, I'm happy for her, babes. Yes. Yes. Would you recommend yes. one day to other people? Yes. What's your elevator pitch? Um, I don't really have one except that... Um, uh, December 20, 28, 1986 might sound like a really random day, but there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens Nice in this one day. Yeah. Do you ever talk about books with your family outside of the Bible? Unless it comes up. I mean, I don't know if my family reads a lot of books. I, I mean, my mom might read some books. I haven't talked to her about some of the books that I like reading, but because uh, it never really comes up, actually. Huh. Yeah, it doesn't really come up. I mean, my sisters will read books too, but I don't. I wonder if I read more books than they do. I'm not sure, babes. I don't know what their reading habits are. I don't know either. They they probably don't read. I mean, when I was in college, I spent a uh, a period where all I read was textbooks. That's all I had to read, and I didn't really have a lot of time for leisure books. But now that I have a time, uh, now that I have time to read leisurely now. It's uh, it's different, but um, so I don't, but I don't know if my sisters or my mom or my aunt or my cousins read, um, read a lot of books. Oh, it just never came up. Well, good. Yeah. I still love you, babes. My sister did read a book called The Lovely Bones, which I heard was a really good book. I think you told me about that. Yeah, it was, it was, I believe it was made into, um, was it a movie or a series? Maybe a film. I think it was called The Lovely Bones and it's about this, this girl that died and she's telling her perspective of what happened to her while she's dead. Oh. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. It sounded yeah. like a good book. I have wondered what happens to people when they die, but you already know that. I know. I, you know, I am very excited, babes, that you yes. are going to start reading... Eleven twenty two sixty three by Stephen King. Yes. Are you excited about it? Or are you nervous? Um, you know, 
this is going to be the I, I never really uh, got into the Stephen King stuff because a lot of the stuff that my friends were reading were scary books. So this is going to be my first Stephen King book ever reading. Nice. Yeah. I think you're I always like thought it. that he is kind of like how I thought with um, Alfred Hitchcock, because I always thought Alfred Hitchcock films were going to be scary. But I found out that it's not true. It's no. just a lot of them are psychological thrillers. Yes. And uh, I can't believe it took me this long to watch um, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. But I, lo- I love that show now. It's a great show. It is. and his, yeah. But his movies are next level. Yes. But the show is, is really fun. It really does make you think about stuff. You know what I saw yesterday, babes, was a video on YouTube dissecting the history of the USA Network. Oh, wow. Okay. Whereas one makes me think that I probably had way too much time on my hand. But two, they said that one of their original programs in the late 80s was a show called The New Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I heard about that, yes. Oh, I never heard about that. Apparently what they did was they remade classic episodes of the show. Oh, really? That just seems strange to me. Or did oh you know what I think I just heard about the original but I've never watched the new Alfred Hitchcock presents that that seems like a bad copy. Okay. Like the movie Psycho, the remake. Who would want to watch a remake of Psycho? Gus Van Sant, uh, Vince Vaughn, Anne Heche, those types of people. Wow. Basically, yeah, okay. the people who are involved with making it. Oh my goodness. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vince Vaughn had a small role in Anchorman, which I saw recently. Yeah. And he's not bad in it. Oh. I know he's like super conservative, but I do like his stuff. Was he? Is he really? I didn't even know that. I don't don't pay attention to a lot of celebrities' politics. Nice. I mean, not really. I, I don't. I mean, there are some that are like very outspoken about their politics, so you really know what they're thinking. But I don't really pay a lot of attention to which celebrity celebrities are are liberal and which ones are conservative. It's just not my thing. Well, good. I'll still watch their stuff, even if they're conservative. Well, good. I'm glad you're not. You know, I'm glad you're still going to watch it. Who was the guy, Bubs, in um, the producers who was co-starring with Gene Wilder? Zero. The one that played Max. Yeah, zero. Thank you. Yep. Zero Marcel. Okay. Because I couldn't think of the guy's name. I'm like, what's that guy's name? Marcel. Um, yeah. Great movie. That was really well done. Super funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. Speaking of celebrities, babes, mm-hmm. your girl, Cameron Diaz, announced today that she's going back into acting. <laughs> and we were both kind of chuckling about that because you said that she retired from acting. Not like, only that, but she wrote. An essay, I believe, within the last two years about how she, she felt that she had very little control over her life when she was making movies because she would just delegate responsibilities to other people. Right. right. And it, it reinforced something in my head that I've always felt, which is as much as celebrities like to complain about fame, at the end of the day, they all kind of re- get off on it. Or most of them do. I don't know. I mean, we're talking, I mean, we're, we're only two people that are looking, you know, two people on the outside looking in and, 
you know, part of us think it's a glamorous life, but maybe it's really not that great. I'm sure that there are parts of it that are difficult, but if it was really that bad, why would she be returning to acting? Maybe she's just fickle. Well, that's possible too, I guess. You know, it's, you know, celebrities can be fickle sometimes as much as everybody else can be fickle. I guess I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, babes. Yes. Yes. Tomorrow is the Blues Festival. Yes. My first time back since 2019 for obvious reasons. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy for you know um the year uh 2020 and then last year was even crazier because there wasn't I mean there were more restrictions and I was like I don't want to be in some pod. No. I wonder how <laughs> that would work. That doesn't sound uh, fun. No, it doesn't. It's like okay, you're going to be in your little pods here. You can't dance with a bunch of people. You got to be in your um, little hiding spot. Yes. <laughs> you can uh, you can rent a pod for a few people, but just remember you have to be in your pods. Yeah, we weren't going to do that. But something I was thinking yeah. about, babes, is I yeah. wonder if I'm going to run into anybody who I've known throughout the years. Because I've lived in Portland for a long time. So maybe I'll run into folks who I I just haven't talked to maybe since high school or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's happened to me before where I wasn't expecting it. And I ran into somebody that I went to high school with. And I, I, I thought that I wouldn't see them again. And I did. If that happens, I hope it occurs on Sunday when you're with me. <laughs> oh, you want to show me off, huh? Yeah, unless you're doing something really embarrassing at the time. What would I be doing? I don't know, babes. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> so 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 you want me you want me to be your arm candy? Why not? What? Why not? Hey. Why not? I I thought you would. I do. I do. I'm not I'm not just a piece of eye candy or arm candy. Okay, what else? You know, I'm 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 a human being too. Oh good, so am I. Okay. So am I. Oh, really? I thought you were an alien. No. Oh, oh my goodness. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, Bubba. Okay, very good, babes. Very good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I couldn't resist. Okay, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, and, and, and I, I know I mentioned this before, but um, I did get a response from the ticket place. So no free tickets, but no, there's, it doesn't look like there's going to be a huge limit on capacity this year. Capacity, not That's, capacity. Uh, uh, a pass. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, it, there was no indication that their day passes were limited, which is good. That's good. I can't wait to take you on Sunday. Woohoo! Yes. And the, um, the passes, the day passes, the day of are only $5, um, more than it would be if I paid online, but I don't really want to take my iPad with me. So. That makes sense. Yeah. You will be paying $2 less for a day pass this year than I paid for it to go to the entire festival in 2019. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Yeah, inflation is uh, going out of control. Whoa. Yeah, it's insane. Yes. Uh, anyway, we don't need to go down that road because no. I keep hearing about inflation nonstop. And I know it's it's terrible, but I, uh, 
But I'm 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 just excited that we are gonna have fun and we get to be around people and you get to see faces and we're gonna have a good time listening to cool music. Yeah, I mean I'm a little nervous because usually like once a day somebody will stop me about blindness or something. But I usually just blow those people. Well, we off. could always walk away, you know, and we're say going, that we're oh, going I'm sorry, to. we're busy. We're going to. Because it's a music I don't like festival. It. I don't like it when it happens to me and I'm by myself or I'm at the grocery store and I'm obviously busy and someone has to interrupt me. I I don't like that. No, I really don't like it at a music festival. Having said that, it is the perfect excuse to walk away. Yeah, it's like, excuse me, uh, we're enjoying our time here. Uh, Sorry. We got to go and dance. It's like, you'll have to just wonder about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, folks. My brother's third cousin has a sister whose younger niece owns a dog who's blind. What do we do? (laughs) It's like, uh, I can't answer that right now. I'm dancing with my guy here. Yes. (laughs) This is him. Look how handsome he is. This is him. This is him. Yeah, I I don't like that. It's just... I mean, and it's so it's so frustrating because they're the ones that are thinking about it, and we're not. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like we're not. We're just doing what we do. <laughs> Gotta live, babes. It's not on our minds. I know. It's not on our minds. And there's some people just like, ah, that's not a good question to ask them. <laughs> Give me a break. You think they would ask? Do you think they would answer our questions? Uh, I mean, there's some people that are that are definitely. Um, that are definitely more understanding, but I just don't like it when, especially if I'm alone, that uh, someone will take the opportunity to ask me at the, the most inopportune time. I know. Like that one time when the bus driver uh, that I, I, I knew this bus driver, I don't even remember what her name is. Um, and all she could, all she could concentrate on was my blindness. Oh, wow. You've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. I came from my bedroom to the bus. To the bus. <laughs> Well, I think she didn't quite understand that blind people travel and they move. You know, it's like, wow, you really, I'm thinking to myself, she really has not been around a lot of blind people. Mm. And at the same time, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should cut her some slack because this this is just the first day I met her. You know, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't pay too much attention to this, but it is annoying. Nice. Or the, or the, uh, the, uh, the words, uh, oh, you're so inspiring. Oh, that makes me want to puke. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it does. It yes. really does. It's like, stop it. Really? Yeah, we're good, babes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, I don't want to be treated like arm candy, but I understand why you want to show me off. Yes. <clears throat> well, good. Oh, what, I was just thinking about something, bubs. What's up? What if we ran into one of your exes? Oh, I'm not worried about that, babes. I know you're not worried about it, but I am. Okay. Well, I don't know what we're going to do, babes. I mean, we could, you know, maybe you'll do something that'll get us kicked out for a lewd and lascivious conduct. I'm not going to do anything like that. I just want to get away from them. Well, I don't want to get kicked out of the Blues Festival. Having said that, if you decide to uh, take it too far in the erotic department and that's what gets us removed, then um, it'll make a good story. If anything, I should be worried about what you're going to do, Bubs. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going to go there and dance, babes. Really? Yes. No, no, no. I, I mean, it, it prob- most likely it won't happen because Portland is a big city. And, you know, well, they, 
any one of them may not even be there. Yeah, and I uh, it doesn't matter if they are or not. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll just we'll just you know you could just tell me that they're there, and then we can just like go the other direction. Well, good. That's what that's what we'll do. Nice. Well, babes, yes. we've said a lot. We did. This we is did. a long intro. This is like an hour long intro. <laughs> this is no longer an intro, bubs. So do you think this would be its own separate thing then? And we just put the, the thing at the end or what? Um, I'll let you decide because well, I... I was. So my initial plan was we do yeah. this, we play the promotion, and then we do the thing that I was going to release tomorrow. But if you want, we could do this, play the thing, and then I'll release the thing that I was going to release tomorrow in a few more days. What do you think? I think maybe we should do, you know, put the thing. Um, I mean, it's still going to be released though. The um, on our feed, the um, the intro. Yeah. And the, and I mean, the um, the promotion thing. Yeah. So what do you think? Well, I think, I think that since this is longer than an intro, maybe you should put the promotion thing at the end of it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and then just work on whatever you're going to release in a few days. And then put out what was going to be 311, but will now be 312 on like Monday or Tuesday of next week then. That's yeah. what you think. Okay, we can do That's that. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because this is definitely longer than an intro. Yes. I thought it might be cool to do something that's like close to three hours like Joe Rogan does, except without the all the conservative commentary or, you know, stuff like that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the yeah. show, but it's like we get it. We get it, Joe. You 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 think that the left wing is restricted? We get it. Mm. Sorry, go ahead, babes. Something to think about, bubs. But anyway, um, yeah, I I think that if you put the promotion at the end of this thing, then that'll be fine. Nice. All right, I yeah. will take your word. We will, This will not be like close to three hours then. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I must thank you, my dear, for letting me interrupt your night. No, it's okay. It's okay. I would rather you interrupt my night than anybody else. Yeah. And it was either this or call you at nine tomorrow, freaking out. And by then, too, you know what would have happened, babes? I would have had time to overthink it. The wheels would have been spinning. So I would have been like really upset tomorrow morning. No, I don't think you. I wouldn't want you to call me when you're frazzled. Thank you. You know, because I don't know if I would be, I don't know how I would be able to calm you down. Or you're like, I'm not calm. I'm not calm. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to go, the, and I'm going to the Blues Festival, the Blues Festival in about an hour or so. Yes. Um, no, that wouldn't be good, Bubs. I want you to have a good time, and I don't want you to think about that. Well, good. Yes. Well, good. That's what I think. Nice. Bubby. Is there anything yeah. else you want to say, babes? I don't think so. I think uh, this might actually be a better thing that we did than the last one. Yeah. I mean, really, the only thing we missed was we got into it a little bit more about politics and about talking <sighs> about, you know, Joe Biden's uh, state Supreme Court pick, which I am not excited about. And we talked about my friend who had like bought a bidet when he thought he was going to move away from Portland <laughs> at the start of the pandemic. And he found oh, right. out that it wouldn't work because his house was built like a hundred years ago oh. and the pipes were made out of cast iron. And for some reason, oh. cast iron and bidets don't go well together, but he never oh, got his money back from the bidet because since he thought he was going to move, he thought he was going to take it and didn't realize that he was going to stay in Portland until after the warranty had run out. So he lost like oh, three no. grand on it. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I guess you can just give it away then, I suppose. I don't know, babes. He has a hot tub, though, so. Yeah, that's uh, that's um, that's good. Yeah. I didn't know what a I didn't know what a bidet was until I went to the Philippines. That the, was interesting. Well, the first time I saw one was when I was doing the Poets for Peace in yeah. Kona in 2003, and we went to this guy's house. Really, really nice guy. I, uh-huh. I go to the bathroom and I see something that looks kind of weird. I go out, you know, after using the bathroom and he explains to me, that's a bidet they use. And I'd heard of them, but that was the first time I saw one. Yeah. 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 I, I, it, it, it was something I didn't end up using after a while. I mean, I had the, the, I had the option of pressing the button or not pressing the, the button. Um, it, 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 it's, it's just something that I, choose not to use because it does kind of feel a little bit weird nice so oh i remember the other thing too babes was i was explaining you about the promo for cheryl green and you were trying to make it sound like you and her were like besties no no i wasn't trying to do that (laughs) i said i kind of know this person i never said i knew this person because i really don't know i only met them once nice i only met her once i know i don't i'm i never claim that i'm like best friends with her I may have exaggerated a little bit. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know why sometimes you'll, you'll take people's names and you'll call them my buddy or my girl. I'm like, I don't know these people. I don't know. I do that. (laughs) 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 He's like your buddy, Paul McCartney. I don't know him. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Your buddy, Shelly Fabry. I don't know her. I don't even know who that is. Shelly Fabry was a lady that um, played Christine on coach. And she also sang, um, her her hit song Johnny Angel a okay. long time ago. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So she no, she was um she was uh Coach Fox's wife on the show. I like that show. I know a lot of people don't, and it's not hip to say that too. you like Coach, but I enjoyed it. I like no, I liked it too. To yeah. a point, I stopped yeah. watching when they adopted the kid and moved to Miami. That was a little bit come on, guys. But up until that point, I enjoyed it. Why? Because there's a baby involved? No, because they completely rerouted the show and he took everybody, every main character with him. Like they all moved down to Miami, really. I I kind of lost track of the show because I didn't watch every single episode. I did like um, Luther Van Damme's character. I, I, or, or Luther Van Damme was um, the character. Played by um, Jerry Van Dyke, the brother right, of Dick Van uh, Dyke. Yep, and I think he uh, he he died already, Jerry Van Dyke. So did his daughter. Oh, really? His I didn't know he had a daughter. Killed herself in the early nineties. Oh, I think you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly Van Dyke, and she was in a porno movie about a year before oh. she died, and it was called My Father the Coach, I think. Oh my goodness, that's gross. Yeah, I think she was in her early twenties. That's gross. I remember George. seeing something about that on. I want to say. A current affair or inside edition back in the day. Well, because Jerry Van Dyke was old, was much older. Yeah. Um, Dick Van Dyke, believe it or not, is still around. I know. I don't know for how much longer, but you know, he wrote a book about ten years ago that I always tell myself that I'm going to read. Really? Yeah. You know, I watched a little bit of the Dick Van Dyke show when I was a kid, and I thought he was really funny. I, I keep did. hearing that it's a good show, but super I, funny. In my mind, I can't get past. That him and his wife slept in separate beds. Well, you have to understand, this is like in the the 50s. 
early 60s, but my argument would be yes, but then don't show their bedroom. And this was, you know, this is a family show. They didn't want to, you know, go too into what goes on in the bedroom, and I get that. Okay. But well, they have a little but despite kid. Despite all of that, they have a little kid for one, and then two, don't show the bedroom. Well, but despite that part of it, the show, I think the show is great. I've heard good things about the show, but in my mind, I can't get past that. I, I love his interaction with the uh, musicians that were that were on the show. <laughs> Just the way that he he um, does his comedy bits. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Nice. Um, that's just me. Well, good. And that, and he was co-starring with a young Mary Tyler Moore before she did her show. Yeah, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, which I've only watched like bits and pieces of it. I keep hearing people say that that show was really, really brilliant, but I've never, I maybe watched one full episode. Yeah, I've only seen parts of it. Um, I do like the theme song. It is a good theme song. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Very we good, babes. Yes. Yes. Well, good. I don't know if there's anything else you want to discuss. I don't think so. I think we discussed quite a bit. I just want to make sure that this records well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if it did, then you will hear, when you listen to this, a promo uh, for a project that Cheryl Green and Thomas Reed are working on after we get done talking. Oh, my goodness. They're very, two very cool people. I don't – obviously, I've spent a lot of time with Cheryl. And she's always been somebody, and I normally don't say people's names, but obviously this is a different situation. But she's always been somebody who I've always felt had my back as this really, really cool. Um, Again, I don't know Thomas as well. We've been in some clubhouse rooms together. And last year in December, we had about a two-hour phone conversation, the conversation over Zoom. It was really cool getting to hear more about his story and everything. Uh, one thing that really stuck out to me is he is, I believe, involved with the ACB, and I'm not involved oh, okay. with either organization, but I was an NFB person for a while. But I was uh-huh. curious about the ACB philosophy because I don't really talk to with many people about it. And he basically yeah. just said, hey, I'm basically a part of the ACB because it was a, a big thing in the city I lived in, but I could have very easily been NFB. And I thought that was a very honest answer of him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did he tell you a little bit about the philosophy uh, afterwards? Or? We didn't really get into that. We just started talking about life. You know what he told me, babes? What's that? Which is really cool is he used to DJ a little bit at home. And you know oh, wow. who bought his DJ equipment? Who? Big Tigger from uh, the uh, the basement. I'm not from the basement, but from uh, Rap City. Uh, don't know who this guy is, but I would imagine that you do. Rap City was a show that aired on BET in the afternoons, and he was a host of it. And they play all these cool rap videos. Like they play some mainstream stuff, but you'd also see videos from KRS One or Corrupt on there as well. Wow. No, I, I've never heard. I, I didn't watch a lot of BET, and I don't remember watching that one. But yeah. I would imagine it was a fun show. Yeah. I think yeah, I called it, it The Basement because the premise was that he was – one of the running jokes was he was supposed to be in his basement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but it was a fun show. 
It wouldn't hold up now because of YouTube, but at the time it was really cool. And he'd have interviews with different rappers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really good. Yes. So just a little bit about, you know, them and all that cool stuff. And again, I've known Cheryl for years. Um, Yeah. So. Really good. Yes. Yes. All right, babes. Is there anything else you want to say? No. All right. I I don't think so. Are we? Are we going to test this out first? Before, yes, we are. Uh... I have to stop it, but then we're going to play it back, and you should be able to hear when I do that. Okay. All right, babes. Okay, bye-bye. 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 Hi, I'm Cheryl Green. And I'm Thomas Reed. That does... You don't look like Cheryl Green. What do you mean? Well, I mean, Cheryl, she's got hair on her head, kind of curly, medium-length brown hair, and... She's got black frame glasses and olive skin. Hmm, okay, now that you say that, you don't sound like Thomas Reed. I think he's a brown-skinned black man with a shaven head and wears shades and has a full beard and might be wearing like a Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt or something like that. But we are both disabled podcasters. We, do you think we should say podcasters with disabilities? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. You know what? Let's do a podcast about that. Mmm, good idea. Actually, Thomas and I are working on a project that's all about disabled podcasts. It's called... Oh, wait. Well, we don't actually have the name yet, right? What should we call it? We should call it Project Project. Yeah, I love it. Project Project. Or like, I don't know, Pod Access? Okay, we'll go with Pod Access for now. With funding from the Disability Visibility Project, we're creating a space for disabled podcasters or content creators to connect with each other, maybe be discovered by audiences who are interested in your content, or share skills and resources. So we want to hear from you, current or former deaf or disabled podcasters, deaf or disabled people interested in starting a podcast, or consumers of content about disability or deafness. We created a survey that should only take about 20 minutes to complete, and we'd really love your feedback. You can find the survey at https colon slash slash bit.ly slash pod access. On that survey, you can sign up to receive more information about Project Project as it develops. Again, fill out the survey at https colon slash slash bit.ly slash p-o-d-a-c-c-e-s-s. Nice job, Cheryl. Ah, you too, Thomas.